Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Susie Perry, and welcome to the BT Sport MotoGP podcast from a beautifully hot Silverstone. What a season 2017 is turning out to be for Andrea Dovizioso. Today, he took his fourth win of the year and took over the lead in the championship. Here is how the race was won. As we get to the loop, now it should be Ducati time as he launches out of 45 mile an hour up through Aintree Corner, up to 190 mile an hour through the gearbox. Vinales is not quite close enough to put the challenge on of Brooklands into the braking area. It is just a few corners to go. Davizioso goes a little defensive, but not too much as he goes through Brooklands. He's on, on him, he's on him. On to Luffield we are now, yes, but he's got it covered here. He's only got to open the taps as we get through onto Woodcut. There is not a passing place for Vinales. He can make it look close, but he's not going to be as close as Robertson Sheen in 1979. Davizioso wins the British Grand Prix in 2017. He's done the double back-to-back wins for the Ducati man. Coming up, you can hear from Dobby, Valentino Rossi, Maverick Vinales, Cal Crutchlow, Colin Edwards, Neil Hodgson, Keith Ewan, Julie Ryder, Gavin Emmett, and of course, myself. Enjoy. I'm not sure anybody really saw that one coming. I did. I'd said all along. No, you I did, did no. not. You <laughs> the first thing I said when I saw you two, I went, none of us saw that coming. No. We did say it improved throughout the weekend, but we, I was battling for fourth. That's what I remember. That was the last thing I said about Dovi. Yeah, I know. It was incredible. Re- yeah, really, really incredible. Let's remind ourselves then of, of the winners throughout the day before we talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, we've just seen Andrea Dovizioso take his fourth win of the season, cleverly masterbinded by the team and beautifully ridden by Dovi. And in Moto2 earlier today, that belonged to Takanakagami, a strong show from the Japanese rider to bring him a second career Moto2 win as he prepares to be Cal Crutchlow's teammate next year. And earlier this morning, which seems like yesterday now, Aaron Kennett won the Moto3 race after a red flag called a stop to proceeding. Some breathtaking action before that happened, though. And just to update you, that was red flag because of an accident with Juan Fran Guevara, and he is okay. Let me just get that one in before. Oh, no. This is the back side of Davide Tardotti, who stinks. He reeks of champagne. No, I smell shit. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for that. Uh, uh, no, Davide, um, yeah. you wanted to talk to us often, you said last time in Austrian. Here you are again, on the bounce, another win. The fourth win this year, the only team Yeah, to yeah, but uh, this one is the most incredible because I guess that nobody was thinking that uh, we had a chance. Us too. 
Us too. Really? Really, really. I, I, I told uh, Dovi on the Parc Ferme, I said, uh, my apologize. I said that uh, one Honda will uh, win this race. But uh, another lesson of Professor Dovi. Yeah, <laughs> he's, really, he's really earning the name Professor yeah, yeah, Dovi. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, today he makes uh, his uh, best race because uh, he makes the, the right uh, changes this morning uh, on the warm-up. And he was not pushing so hard. He was not, he stayed, I want to say, cover. Mm. But uh, when he finished the warm-up, uh, you can uh, see in his eyes that uh, something was changed from yesterday. And uh, he was smiling a lot with uh, his race engineer. And uh, Alberto is his name. And Alberto told me, I think that he make the step. And said, we'll see. But Honda's here will be almost unbeatable. Then something happened. Hey, something I, happened, like it always does. Super happy for you guys. Unbelievable. I didn't know what expected, obviously. Dovey didn't run the wings. He did uh, Friday. He tested back and forth, and he was super slow Friday. What happened? Y'all did a lot of work over the two days. No, no, no. yeah, a lot of work uh, because uh, we plan uh, to work on uh, the um, tires on Friday, but unfortunately we had uh, a hard tire that uh, doesn't work. You know, sometimes can happen. Yeah. Uh, then we was forced uh, to work in uh, FP4 uh, on the, the tire choice because uh, in the morning in FP3 there was, uh, you know, the the race condition, the race track was not in the right condition. And uh, but finally he said uh, the hard one. If the temperature we raise, the hard one is is perfect. Then this morning uh, he found uh, the right setting. Then uh, he make the race. Davide, but what about his racecraft? Yeah. Who is this new rider that we've we've not seen <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. lot of years? And I don't mean that disrespectful. This is like a complete new rider. Now he dominated. I remember in the one two fives, you know, won the world championship, looked incredible. Two fifties, he won races, and then he didn't disappear because we know how difficult MotoGP is. But the the racecraft, the way he's matured uh, as an old rider, he always been fast. He always, always be been fast. very fast, but uh, many times uh, he was saying, uh, yeah, second place is good, third place is good. Now he trusts he can win. Now he's changed since uh, September, October last year. Something happened. Here we go. <laughs> come on in. Come on come in. in. Come, <laughs> in. Uh, come off these shots because we've got... Uh, he's Paolo. messed a lot. <laughs> we've, got, we've got Paolo Giabatti. What, what Davide was just saying, Paolo, congratulations first and foremost, of wow. course, that that was Dobby's best race and the most wow. incredible win for Ducati because you didn't expect it. Well, you know, I think, uh, well, any race win is somehow unexpected and... Uh, and the last one is maybe the best one, but the next one is the best one, I would say. <laughs> so I think uh, here, I think we would fight for a podium. And uh, honestly, I thought that uh, winning would be difficult. We don't know what would have happened if Marquez had continued until the end. But, in, but you know, I think uh, Dovi is showing that he's uh, really a rider, a perfect rider, super fast, super clever, perfect strategy, doesn't break under pressure. And he did just the right thing up to the last corner. So we're just uh, extremely happy and proud. And, and how does it, you know, what does it mean to Ducati to lead the championship, going to yeah. Misano, yeah. you know, your home track. No pressure there, by the way. Six, <laughs> just six rounds to go. Let's not, we can start to get excited. No, you know, it's actually, it's adding extra pressure on anybody because uh, we know that we are now leading and, uh, you know, we think 
we, there is a chance to really fight until the last race for this championship. It's not going to be easy because markets is very strong, the two Yamahas are very strong, and some other riders for sure, for sure they will be fighting uh, in the next races. And we got to Misano, we have been testing there. We are pretty satisfied, but we know also that the Honda and Yamaha have been testing there and they were quite fast. So it's not going to be easy. It's a home track, uh, not so friendly to Ducati in the past. So we'll try to change uh, the situation for in two weeks' time. Well, this track hasn't been too friendly to Ducati in the past, and look what, ha what well, happened today. Uh, even, um, you know, some other tracks weren't so friendly to Ducati, and we managed <laughs> to get good results. So let's try to, you know, to surprise people at every race weekend. That's, this is what the guys are doing. They work very hard back in the, in the factory as well, you know, day and night. So I think this is a reward for everybody involved in the Ducati Corsa program and uh, you know we are very happy for all of us and for them. Yeah guys, uh, incredible race and huge congratulations and Thank you. thanks both. You make a really nice couple there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good. And um, this you. is a good moment I think to hear from the race winner. Here he is, the divine Dobby. Dobby, congratulations. Win number four for number zero four for this season. What a performance. We are surprised. We will be honest. Yeah. We're surprised. Is there a surprise in the Ducati Cup? A little bit uh, I'm surprised, but uh, not too surprised because uh, most of the race uh, are completely different than the practice. Because in the practice, everybody pushes 100%, but uh, nobody, almost every race, nobody is able to push 100% at the race because the tire drop and uh, how it's made the tire, uh, nobody is able to put a lot of intensity there. And the lap time is completely different. The way to ride in the, in the race is completely different. So uh, I, I, I'm not surprised at the end because uh, when uh, we have to manage the situation, uh, we are quite good. And uh, at the end, I have a really good traction. That gives me the possibility to, to make a good lap time. But I'm really happy at how I manage the race because I put my, my position every time in the right position. That gives me the possibility to win. I'm so interested what you thought when Marquez obviously went out the race because then not long after, obviously, is when you attacked and you, you hit the front. Did you always, always calculated that was the time to go? No. Uh, the reality is uh, the, the main straight here uh, is very short and uh, it's very difficult to see the pit board. I couldn't, I didn't understand uh, what happened during the race. I saw Marquez out, but uh, I, I thought the last five laps to be just with Valentino, but it wasn't like this. But I didn't understand uh, everything because I couldn't see all the, <coughs> uh, <coughs> I couldn't see every, uh, very well the pit board. So I, I wasn't sure and three laps to the end I say, I have to go and uh, if somebody will come, uh, we will see and we will fight. Uh, I saw Valentino struggle a little bit with the grip, and uh, I, was, I was quite slow in some corners, but I have a better attraction, and that gave me the possibility to, to, to stay in front. But Maverick was really fast at the end. Uh, maybe with a different strategy, it was difficult for me to beat him. Andre, you're leading the championship. We go back to Misano. What a huge race that's going to be. Not just for you, because we're not far from Forley, where you're from, but for Ducati as well. How excited are you about the next race? Well, um, we are first in, cha in the championship. This is something for the second time of uh, this year. We work very well. I'm so proud about that. We take the result uh, without a lot of work. So, so happy, so happy about this. So happy about the, all the engineers are working in our project at home. Uh, in the weekend, 
It's a special moment. The dream's continuing for you, isn't it? For sure. Davi, congratulations on that fourth win of the year. Well done. Brilliant. Thank you. Really fascinating what he was saying about the pit board. Have you ever had that? And was it because they were they were quite tight together and next to each other that so sometimes it's quite difficult to distinguish? Yeah, this, it's one of the hardest because it's a real fast sort of fourth, fifth gear kink. And then the, the pit wall's there, but you're looking down there. It, it's Instead of it being on a straight and you can like look see it in the distance and then you like glance, mm. you've almost got to look, a, look across at the pit board. It is really difficult. Okay. Which basically means... They're obviously not using the text well, message that, thing. That was so. my next question to you. I thought they were going to... Why wouldn't you use the text messaging system? I don't know. I mean, that's typically, I guess, rain or something, debris on the track, whatever it is. But apparently, lap after lap, they're not texting them, telling them, giving them any information. No, not surprised me. OK, well, that's interesting. That's something we need to pick up in, in Mazzano. You'll have to do that, because I'm not going to be there. But um, he's great, Dobby, isn't he? I mean, uh, we saw him after the last race win in, in uh, Austria. And he just comes out... He was out with his team having dinner, really unassuming... Just, it's just sort of very gentle character and just really friendly. He almost looks in shock. Did yeah. you get a little bit of that? Like, I don't think it's surreal. I was thinking about it whilst he was talking. We never thought he was an alien. You know, he's he, not one of the special chosen ones. And I think uh, what Davide Tardozzi said, he didn't believe he was special. He was always happy with the third, yeah. if he got a third. When he could have won maybe some races well, in the past. Now. now he believes that that's, that switch has just changed in his, his head mentally. Now he believes he's a oh, winner. How brilliant for this championship. That's so great, isn't it? Let's go back to the start of this race then, where it was uh, being owned by a certain Mr. Valentino Rossi. For so long as well. I mean, he got the breakaway with a hard front and rear. It was surprising for me. I mean, I think we all thought Marquez was going to go out and just blister the pace. Marquez, I think, was just hanging back, conserving his tires. But Valentino, boom, once he got out, and Maverick said he let him go, you know? Well, kind of they, I think they let him get out so they, nobody would burn their tires up. Yeah, it surprised me, though, because you always thought that the tire strategy from Valentino was Is the that, right one. Yeah, yeah, because the harder mm. rear, you thought, well, if you can do that early doors, then, you know, hopefully you can be there. But obviously, there wasn't much difference between the That's two. That's what we've learned yeah. this year. The, the co tire compounds all seem very, very close it's together. It's not textbook, is it, with no. the tyres? That's the trouble. It used to be easy, this game, know. you know? A soft, a medium, and a hard. Now it's like... <laughs> You know, throw the yeah. dice and let's see what happens. Yeah, being a pundit was easy because you could go, oh, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Now, you, you, well, we can see what's happening. You, big surprises all the time. Well, we called it Friday. We said there's no way they're going to use a soft tyre in the race because it, it's that good. It has that much grip. And the yeah. uh, 59, obviously, from Marquez. So we know it had a lot of grip, but for it to last that long... Yeah, that sounds confusing. If you, you, yeah. You'd assume you'd want to use it because it got a lot of grip. If you've got a lot of grip, then you'll, you'll end up... you wear it out quicker because yeah. it's biting the road. Yeah. Confusing. I'm confused. No, Have you ever you bitten the road, Susie? It's biting the road. I can imagine you two <laughs> biting the road. Anyway, um, let's hear what Valentino thinks about his tyres. Uh, he's talking to Gavin. Ah, oh, Valentino, third place today. How frustrating after, led, after leading all of that race pretty much uh, until the end there. Is, that, is it a source of frustration? Allora, for me, yesterday and also this morning, I uh, have no, no option to be frustrated on the podium. <laughs> but uh, it's true, I'm a bit frustrated, so it means that we, I do a good race. Uh, we work well during the weekend, I ride well today, I give the maximum from the beginning to the end, I never make mistakes, I, I was able to stay concentrated, for me this is uh, so important. Unfortunately, uh, you know, is uh, <laughs> because for lap to go, I think I can do. 
but uh, we suffer, I suffer a little bit the, the degradation of the rear tire. In the last lap I lose uh, 0.4, 0.5 and uh, I don't have, uh, I, I have no way to, to fight uh, Dovi and also Maverick were faster. It's fascinating, isn't it? Because you with the harder tyre, Maverick was with the softer tyre, you're both on, on the same bike. Was that a hard decision for you to make? Uh, no. Uh, yes, no. Allora, f <laughs> I have my idea. For me, the three rear tyres from Michelin are very similar. Mm. So at the end, uh, it's not that. But uh, what we see during the weekend and, uh, is that Maverick suffers a little bit less, the rear degradation, and is able to, to stay, to stay uh, more, uh, so to spin less, uh, his way to stay on the bike, uh, maybe it's shorter, uh, and he suffers less. For me, it's this that makes the difference. I don't know if with the soft I, I was able to do a better race. It's a special weekend for us here. For you next time, it's the same, isn't it? Because it's Misano, it's a home Grand Prix. You always seem to rise to the occasion in Misano. Do you think that you can claw back in this championship there? I'm so happy because uh, it was uh, a great emotion today on the podium. A lot, a lot of fun, uh, a lot of people in the track, uh, and it was great. Uh, and uh, I will try. I will try my maximum for uh, staying on the podium also in Misano. We know you will do, but the Yamaha round there with these tyres, is it going to be you tested there recently? Yeah, you know... Um, the test was not so bad. Uh, we were quite fast. Uh, but uh, at this moment, uh, you have uh, five, six, seven bikes that fight for the podium. So very important are all the small details during the weekend. Valentino, great to see you back up on the podium. Well done. Yes, thank you. Ciao. Well done. He's sticking to his lines, isn't he? He's not changing. He was happy with the podium. He said he could only fight for third. He got third and he's happy with it. Yeah, Marquez was supposed to be up there as I well. I know. <laughs> but actually, he did explain, you know, pretty well about the tyres there and the fact that the soft should have ideally degraded more than the hard, but it just didn't work out that way. And the good question there about, well, if you'd had the soft tyre, could it have been slightly different? Yeah, you're never going to know the answer to that, really, are you? He sounds like Vinales is, is better with the rear tyre, which doesn't make sense. You would think Valentino would be better, but obviously uh, that's his own words. He's taken the positives from it. He's now uh, closer to the lead of the championship, you know, obviously with, with Marquez going out. So um, there's lots of positives. This championship's not over for Valentino, is it? No, it's, it's still really close. Yeah. It's still a really close top five. It's still anybody's game and out he, of those He five. could win in Misano, Valentino. We've seen him do amazing things around <laughs> yeah. there, his home race. So, yeah, I mean, he's, like I say, he's taken all the positives out of it. It's fair to say, really. We've, we've come out to the paddock now. You can see a little gathering of fans behind us because they're trying to wait for the traffic to get us. Well, why? They're not really interested in what we're saying. But that was supposed to be a race for Mark Marquez. Uh, and, you know, all arrows pointed towards Mark. And Anessi was going to crash because he's been over the limit so much this weekend. But he looked like he got it in the pocket. Yeah, well, he's already crashed a couple times, so why not an, another one? But uh, nobody expected the engine to blow or whatever happened. That uh, You just don't see that from Honda. This is, this is what's the extraordinary moment, Neil. Yeah, I mean, it's at the point, if an engine's going to go, it is at that point. That's under the maximum strain, near the end of the straight. The thing's revving out. But, uh, yeah, it went in a big way. And he was lucky, obviously, not to crash. Uh, I don't know if it got some oil on his tyre, so it sort of slide around. Big shot, because I'm not saying he got that race in the bag, but he was in, it was in the right place. You know, he was positioning himself, and I think he had been saving his tyre. We'd have had... We would have had an exciting last lap, I think, if he had not blown up. Yeah, well, we know Dovi said that he was waiting and saving his tyre, and it looked like Mark was doing exactly the same thing, so we assume that that was the case there. Um, 
but for Honda, you know, this, this is just something really extraordinary, and they won't want to talk about it, I'm sure. But what, what causes that? Um, uh, lubrication problem. Yeah, <laughs> over revving. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you saw that happen with a Honda, Colin? I honestly, I really cannot I remember. I mean, they, they touched on it. We saw two Yamahas last year at Magello with this new electronics package. That's uh, strange. It's, yeah. it's a new one. Yeah, OK, well, let's have a look at Maverick Vinales then overtaking Valentino Rossi for second. Uh, this was his moment for second position. Yeah, and he just he just sort of knocked it up again. This is just at that point, right near the end of the race, when Valentino's hard rear tire, you could clearly see it was just spinning because he had no acceleration. When he stood the bike up, he was trying to stand the bike up even earlier. But, I mean, it's like the bike was almost in neutral, you know, compared to some of the other bikes. Mm. And, and these points... To grab a, a few more points there, these are so important moving into the final stages of what is such a close championship title. Well, we're getting to that point of the year where uh, every point is as valuable as anything. I mean, Marquez would have done anything just to have five or yeah. just to have six, anything. So you can't give anything away right now. He's got to claw it all back, hasn't he? Well, let's hear from uh, Maverick Vinales now and see what he's got to say. Maverick, congratulations on that second place because at one point it looked like you were dropping back from the lead. You came right back at the end with the softer tyre on. Uh, how surprised are you that actually at the end you could make up the time? Yeah, honestly, I, I've been struggling the, the, the first laps and then the middle of the race with tyre because I was not sure if I will finish the race, so I was just saying, saving tyres until the end. When I saw three laps to go, I, I give everything, you know. I push the bike on the acceleration. And honestly, being really good at the at the last laps, I was trying to push Dobby, but finally it was very difficult because I overtake Valentino, I run wide, and then Dovizioso just gets some meters, impossible to get it. But really happy. Honestly, it's been a really good weekend for us, and we work quite hard, so I think Misano going to be even better. Yeah, I'm interested because you've gone with this softer option. Is this... I don't know, is this somewhere you might solve some of the issues you've been having over recent races, do you think? Exactly. Uh, today we choose the soft just to check yeah. what, what was happening because there is a lot of races that we choose the hard for our bike and was not working. So we're going to try again to make the, the, the soft work. And in Misano, we know already which tire we have to use. So really happy and really pleased that the bike is working well. I just want to know what you thought when you saw Mark Marquez and his bike go pop in front of you because you were right there yeah i was pretty scary because uh, i don't know if it was oil water i i didn't expect you know and there i think was where dovizioso wins the race because uh, i tried it then to recover but it was too much does that mean the championship's back on now yeah i think so every time it's getting closer closer it's being long that i didn't feel strong like that so happy and for sure in misano we, we're gonna be stronger good to see you happy well done Mav. thank you that's all really fascinating stuff moving forward with that with that tie. We've talked a lot about it, but let's move on to Cal Crutchlow now, who, you know, everybody sort of hoped that it might be a dream ticket day for, for Cal. It, it wasn't to be. Um, at what stage did you think, yeah, it's not going to happen? Was, it was one of them it was difficult to tell because we clearly know he wasn't going to give in at any point. He was going to pu push to the limit, but still quite early on in the race, this was, uh, I don't know what lap, but certainly early on, obviously, we see Dovigo pass Cal there. But, I mean, he didn't. Oh, All friends, is, though, there, in the uh, Park Fermi. There he is with Willow, yeah. his number one supporter. Obviously, that's his, uh, his young daughter. I mean, he did a great job. Yeah, he it, did. it was easy. I actually thought it was going to tuck the front today. I thought it was going to be one of them days where Cal just pushed over the limit, certainly trying to get on the podium. Yeah, it'll be interesting to find out just how hard he was pushing. We can find out now because he's chatting with Gavin. 
Carl, great job there to fourth place. See, everyone was trying to conserve tyres. Looked like at the end you were just spinning up that little bit more than the rest. Is that frustrating at the end there to see the podium so close? Uh, yeah, because I came here to win. Um, honestly, yeah, sure, you go into every weekend to win, but I mean, this weekend was was a special weekend. I felt good last year, um, and I felt good all weekend, but I just didn't have it in the end. The other guys were, were quicker than me today. Um, the front tyre was too soft for us, as always. You know, we know if the other guys are using the hardest front tyre, we probably normally need to be one harder. Um, and this is the reason why we uh, we were struggling more with the rear tyre in the end because I had to spin a lot to to turn the bike because the front was finished. So, um, but I did the best job I could, and that was uh, today. That was fourth. Um, I played around with the maps a little bit into the race to try and try and do a few things a little bit different. And uh, a home podium would have been good. So yeah, I'm disappointed. But uh, all credit to the three guys in front. Dovi rode fantastic. Um, I didn't think all weekend he was the guy to beat. I thought it would be Mark. Um, Sure, Mark was there, um, but he was already on the limit completely. Um, and yeah, we have to go to Mizano with our head held high and, uh, and try again there. Yeah, is there some comfort you can take from this that you are back up there, you are back fighting effectively for, you, for the win, you're just there within a second? Yeah, but um, Mizano's going to be a different, completely different circuit. You know, uh, as we saw, Danny never even turned up this weekend. And, the, and next weekend, he'll be there fighting for the win. Um, you know, it swings in roundabouts a little bit uh, for Hondas. Mark's always the guy that's there that's consistent. Um, but we did a good job today. I felt, I felt good on the bike. Um, I tried my best and fourth, fourth it was. You did us all proud today, Carl. Well done. Good job. Cheers. Thanks. Julian, last lap, here we go, Slipstream City now, Jorge Martin has left it to Cops, he's come through on the 88 bike, forcing his way through, Gabby Martin as well, Gabriel has come through, Gabriel Rodrigo has come through behind Martin. Red flag, I'm oh, seeing red flag. red flag indeed. So that must be the Guevara incident. We will go back a lap. Race completed after 16 full laps, so it is Aaron Canet for Manea Bastianini. What a day for Estrella Galizia. Yeah, it was a great day for Australia Galizia and uh, Juan Frank Guevara, as I mentioned earlier, is absolutely fine. And you can probably see standing on the end of our line there, Tom Booth Amos, who had a wild card ride today. And uh, what a massive moment, really, for you. What a great weekend it's been and, and an incredible result. So, first of all, huge congratulations on your result. Are, are you happy with where you finished? Uh, 21st, you ended up, right, from 32nd, I think it was? Yeah, we had yeah. a bad day yesterday. Uh, gearbox blew up on my outlap in qualifying, so I just... I did one lap without second or third gear and then pulled straight in the pits and luckily the boys got it fixed but there's five minutes left and I don't know why but yeah I passed Bastianini on the brakes and crashed it. I don't know why why I thought that was a good idea but you know I did and crashed but so I started 32nd and then it's a shame in the race I couldn't get with the leading group because I did the same time as I looked after and I did a 13.9 but I had a 13.2 on ideals and I went quicker than Fanati in the race so you know. That's, that's the attitude we want to hear, isn't it, Neil? Incredible. We just had said, how long have you been road racing? He went three years. I went, what do you do before that? He went, well, supermoto. And he hasn't even had three proper years. He's had, like, bit, bitty years where, you know, there's had issues with bikes and teams. Mm. Incredible. And just also, we talked off camera, you know, after the race. Tell us about your car. Oh, yeah. I had a nice car at the start of this year, but I needed to pay for racing, so I sold it and bought an 800 quid banger. Sold his car, you know, this is... That's commitment right yeah, there. Yeah. This is not the, you know, what we see with a lot of the Spanish teams, you know, getting these young kids and giving them the best opportunity. This is doing it the hard way. But talent is talent. 
Yeah. And, and there's one thing we know about Tom, and we didn't know before this weekend, this lad's got bags of it. Well, of course, we've seen your results in, in your in your racing in British Superbikes. We know you've run 11 races. You came second in the other one, and the only other ones that you didn't win were the ones you weren't at. So you're dominating the championship there. But what, what's the one biggest thing that you'll take away from this weekend that you've learnt? Just the experience. These guys are fast. Uh, BSB, there's me, my teammate Jake, and maybe a few of us that are, that are quick there. But everybody, even the guys at the back, they're so much quicker than anybody else. And just following them, you learn so much. Um, I was following McPhee this morning in, in warm-up and I just learned, learned following him, like round turn one my line was wrong, followed him and, and saw it out. So. And you uh, you normally ride on Pirellis, right? Yeah, and Pirelli tyres in here. Was that a big change? Um, it wasn't too bad. I found there was more grip with the Pirellis, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but we had to change the settings a bit, but they're not too bad. I like how he's so cool. Like, just, uh, just different tyres, that was all right. Just interview with us, <laughs> just racing against the best in the world, being faster than Fanati. Well, it, you know, it bodes well for the future if you can get some help. You know, I mean, let's let's be honest, let's just ask out here. You, you need some financial help, you need some sponsorship money, and, you know, and then, well, hey, you know, we could be cheering you and shouting about you and Cal Crutchlow alike. I mean, that's, that's what you, this is where you want to be, right? This is the only place that I want to be, yeah, of course, but... I mean, I've got great personal sponsors. They help me out in BSB and City Lifting. They've they've chucked some money at me this year, and without them, I wouldn't be wouldn't be racing. But this is where I want to be. I know I'm quick enough without being big headed. I know I want to be here. I know I can be at the front. But yeah, if anybody can help me, then let's get here. Okay. Carl, it's about time you put your hands <laughs> yeah, in, put your hands in your pockets. I'm not letting quick. this interview finish without just one quick, quick, quick. I know your mom's standing over here. That's Hello. Fair as well. <laughs> That's fair as well. <laughs> this is this is such a massive weekend oh, for, for the. For, for not just Tom, but also for the family. You know, can you tell us your feelings at the moment? Oh, just absolutely awesome. It's been absolutely fantastic. And we're so proud of Tom, what Tom's done this weekend. It's been brilliant. Excellent. Well, we wish you uh, all the best with the rest of his career and, of course, uh, with your career too. And uh, on that note, let's have a look then at the standings after the British Grand Prix. So, Joanne Mir then leading the way, as you would expect. 226 over 162 for Aaron Canet, who went today. Romano Fanati tried desperately hard, but couldn't make it onto the podium. Uh, 160 for him. Jorge Martin, 121. Fabio Di Antonio is fifth. And moving down to Philip Ertl in tenth place. Takanakagami aims through Woodcut to take the Moto2 Grand Prix here, the British Moto2 Grand Prix, a win for Takanakagami. It will be popular as he underlines the commitment of LCR Honda to take him into MotoGP next year. What a great week it's been. Confirmation of LCR then taking him into MotoGP and then a win at the British Grand Prix. Well, it was brilliantly ridden by uh, Takas, and congratulations, and what a week it's been for you with all of the news that we're hearing about you moving up, but you've had a bit of time to register yeah. your win today, so uh, what are your thoughts at the moment? At this moment, I'm really amazing and really happy about this, and, uh, you know, after, uh, last Sunday, it's official, I move up to MotoGP. Everybody knows uh, for the next season I'm MotoGP rider, so... Before I came here, you know, it's a little bit more motivation than as normal because, you know, must be good result, especially here, and everybody knows that. And uh, everything is positive. Things is uh, from Friday. I feel more strong weekend, 
and uh, especially qualify was good. And uh, this morning the warm-up session was uh, on top, and uh, I feel more confidence to the to the race. So after this and uh, doing the race a little bit difficult, especially beginning of the race, I couldn't find the pace. But uh, I knew that uh, you know it's today the the race was a little bit hot temperature than as normal, especially this morning. And uh, I knew that uh, I have a good pace. And just I saw Marquez crash in the turn 14. And after this, Franco was uh, easy to easy to see the drop the pace. And after this, I tried to overtake him. And I tried to go away. And amazing, it's a good good race. And uh, finally, I got the first victory this season. So. It's a special day for me. Yeah, fantastic race, fantastic. Do you uh, have any big tire problems at the end, or your bike looked okay? Yeah, it was end of the race. End of the race, I knew that uh, Matthias came coming closer and closer my gap, but uh, I'm keep calm. It's e easy to, you know, the manage the gap. And if I was thinking, if Matthias came less than one second, I can go one more time. So it's like a perfect, perfect day for me. And uh, but just end of the race, I little bit struggle on the front tire, a little bit damaged, but uh, especially in the left side. But uh, finally, I got to manage everything, and uh, really good race. And how was it to take the checkered flag? Because we know you've won a race before, but it was a red flag race. Yeah, yeah. In Assen, and I remember you was disappointed about yeah, that. Yeah, obviously yes, you was leaving. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, this is normal, but uh, you know the last. Last year in Asen, I had the first victory, but I couldn't see the Czech flag. Yeah. So this is, now I saw the Czech flag, this is the first the victory. Yeah, yeah. But were you a little bit nervous, a little bit anxious? Yeah. Because P P Pacini never knows when he's beat. Mm, yeah. Yeah. We know this man will go yeah. absolute maximum. It was yeah. 0.6 at one point on the last lap. Could you feel him coming? Little bit, but especially in the, the sector three, in the turn 13 and 14, I hear this engine sound but it's it's not close enough and i feel this is uh, my victory you know <laughs> what a great job yeah thank good you very job. much thanks it really was a great job and you've got the news you've you know talked about the fact that you're going to be up with cal crutchlow yeah. next year so it means you have to probably talk to us quite a lot of times so we spend a lot of time with you yeah. know, <laughs> with that team but real quick have you ridden the motor gp bike yet that was my next yeah, question sorry. <laughs> did, I take, did i take your words out of your mouth That's have okay. you ridden it yeah in uh Last season in uh, December. Oh, uh, you got to go, did you? Yeah, okay. yeah. HRC gave this opportunity to test in uh, in Harris three days. It was uh, amazing because you know the first time in MotoGP. As a uh, first day was, uh, I feel this is impossible. This bike. <laughs> but, you know, so how how is possible to manage the tires, the power, and the engine brake, everything? You know, first time I feel uh, you know the electronic side because Moto2 absolutely nothing. Uh, everything is I try to, you know, to run from the team side, the mechanics and chief, me chief engineer uh, explained about uh, the MotoGP bike, how it works. Then second day and the last day was, uh, I understand uh, how right in the MotoGP was, uh, the last day was a really good lap time. And uh, then after this test, I feel, okay, now I can, I want to... One more time in the MotoGP yeah. rider, you know, more and more. But uh, finally, you know, the the next season I can 
go to MotoGP, so really looking forward in the uh, Valencia test. Yeah. Taco-san, uh, we, we don't need to be here really, do we? We yeah. can just give Taco a microphone and off he goes. Yeah. Oh, just, just very quickly, so you did the test, and then coming into this season, did they, did they say, if you do this, we'll give you a ride? Was there kind of, uh, did you have talks about moving up to MotoGP? No. No, no. OK, so, no. so this has been building all yeah. season. Yeah. Right. Yeah. OK, well, fantastic. And huge congratulations Thank you very much. today. Uh, incredible Thank performance you. on the <laughs> track. You. Great racecraft. Really, really cool. And uh, let's hear now from uh, Jake Dixon, an interview actually that Neil did earlier, and he did great because he wanted to finish top 25, and that's exactly what he did. Well, Jake, you said to me before the race, if you got 25th around there, you'd be happy. Are you happy? Obviously, you always want more as a racer, but... Uh, for what I lost out in the beginning and the early laps, uh, I think I lost, I must have lost a couple of seconds to Taz and the group in front, but then I chipped away and I caught them back and I started to make inroads into the group from, I think it was 20th to where I was, and I started to, 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 to make uh, good progress, but it came to a point where I hit a limit and I couldn't go no quicker. We needed to change something so I could go quicker again, but. The team have been fantastic and like I say, Jürgen's been absolutely amazing with me and, and so's uh, Patrick and, and Tommy and uh, all, all, the, all the mechanics. So it's just been an amazing weekend. I can't thank him enough and uh, yeah, hopefully we can uh, one day come back together and uh, have some good success together. Is there a chance of that happening? I don't know, you can ask the boss himself. He, he stood uh, behind you right now, so... Uh, Maybe get a few words and ask him if uh, he wants to run me. <laughs> well, we'll speak to him after, but uh, good job. You've done yourself proud. Keep up the good work and obviously good luck in the British Championship. Cheers, thank you. Yeah, top stuff. So did you speak to him? What do you think? Well, Spots. I think you probably did. So... Him, so I like to turn around and went, well, what's going on? <laughs> and what did he say? He said, Jake's way too cheeky. No, he didn't. No, he said, unfortunately, he said, I just wish we could have him in our team. Already, I'm, a, I, I'm really impressed with what he's done. He said, but I'm signed up. He's got his riders sorted for 2018. He said, we are talking about trying to get a third bike to get him to do some testing on. But he said, someone in this paddock should yeah, sign him up. Is that good? Well, that's great, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that's all he could have hoped for, really, uh, this weekend. He, he did himself proud. So congratulations to Jake. Let's check out, then, the Moto2 standings and where we move with six races to go. Franco Morbidelli leading the way ahead of Tom Luti, who is a little bit off the pace today. Alex Marquez uh, in third on 155. Then Miguel Oliveira, Francesco Bagnaia is fifth. And then looking down, we've got Luca Marini, who's rounding out the top ten. Let's go over to our commentary box and have a chat with Jules and Keith and get their thoughts on this uh, incredible British Grand Prix. Yeah, it's all about uh, youth and uh, atmosphere, I reckon, Jules, this weekend. I mean, it all started off on Wednesday with a British Talent Cup shakedown, 90 riders down to 22. Got to say that uh, we've seen some sparkling achievement by some very young people this weekend, I felt. The wild cards, obviously, as we've uh, emphasised, have, have yes. looked pretty good, but it's been a great weekend for that. It, for it has. The trouble with, with Tom... Uh, Booth Amos, he's 20 years old, 21 years old. Moto3 teams look at that and say you're five years too old to come to this. Jake Dixon's 21, and of course you've also got... Yeah, but you've got Jake Archer, who's only 17. Interesting, good point. And I think uh, Jake Dixon has done himself a power of good this weekend. Deeply impressive. I think the British Grand Prix has just underlined how much talent we have in Great Britain, and we're going to be seeing a lot more of it over the next few years. There's no doubt about it. Keep an eye on BT Sport for all of that. Couldn't agree more, Keith, for once.
little bit of a love in there. <laughs> That's rare. I know it is, isn't it? That actually got on, I think, in that whole conversation without punching each other. I know, I'm only kidding, of course. Uh, great, it is true. It's it's completely true about you know, the youth, and we've seen our wild cards. We spoke to Tom there, we saw Jake. It's really good to see British talent coming through, Neil. Yeah, I mean, and, and Julian's right, saying Tom's 21, he's already way too old. But talent's talent. Troy Bayless didn't start road racing until he was about 23, 24, maybe. Yeah. And obviously won world championships, won MotoGP races. Talent is talent. Mm. What, what would be your overwhelming uh, thoughts and highlights of the British Grand Prix this year? Oh, Ducati. That's uh, uh, one word. I really don't know how they won. I don't know how Davizioso won. Uh, where he was on Friday to come where he is today. I mean, phenomenal. Those guys that worked their butts off. How much is this down to Gigi Deligno? Uh, a lot. And, and uh, Davide Tarazzi, obviously, who was talking to us, he's a very strong team manager and he, mm. he makes a team work together as a team. Do you remember how many years ago was it? Three years ago, Ducati, four years ago, definitely, were completely lost. They got Davide Tarazzi involved and obviously Gigi Deligno is the mastermind, the brain of building an incredible motorcycle. And it always takes years and now we're seeing you know, all that hard work has come down to, well, this domination now. Paying off. Yeah, because they were sort of almost falsely flattered, in a sense, by Casey Stoner and his, his incredible brilliance, weren't they? But now, the full package. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Casey was. You're right, I was, I was smoking mirrors. Mm. That's Casey Stoner. Uh, now they have a... Uh, Lorenzo was three and a half seconds yeah. off the win. we didn't talk about him. <laughs> we didn't even mention Pretty that. Close. yeah. Well, that's it from the Home Grand Prix. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time in San Marino, and we'll chat with you then.